Hey everybody, James Tiley and Johnny Fry, we're back. This is a good one. I'll tell you right now why it's a good one. We are going to be third, this is the third week in a row where I get to talk about my, my real estate shares in the tokenization world. I know I'm going to bring it up. It's impossible to not because we brought Gabriel Sadoon from DigiShares over, wrote an article about real estate tokenization, the benefits and the challenges, and, and hopefully he's going to make me better at my position. <laughs> well, you turn into a bit of a real estate sort of online mogul, James, but less about you, because it's not about you. This is all about sort of Gabriel Sadoon and, and DigiShares. And, and first of all, welcome. It'd be great just if you give us a bit of background to yourself, Gabriel, on you know, what do you do and how did you find yourself in this sort of digitized space? And then we'll get stuck into your article, if that's okay. Thank you so much, Johnny and James. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. So I handle business development in the US and the Americas for DigiShares. DigiShares is a tokenization platform, making it easy for companies, mostly real estate companies, to create shares on the blockchain, to onboard investors, and manage them on the blockchain and to enable trading amongst investors. So the, the way I wound up in, in this sector is that, uh, so I, I studied economics and finance. I went the traditional path at first, working in investment banking for, for around three years in New York. And one point I, I just, I couldn't believe the lack of technology in, in private markets. We, I was working for a team that was helping private funds raise capital, sometimes companies raise capital, and the, there was very little technology involved. It was mainly emails and calls and traditional databases, and I, I just found the whole process to be quite uh, archaic, honestly. And, and when COVID hit, I had a lot of time to, to read and think. And, and that's where I really fell in the rabbit hole of blockchain technology, smart contracts. And I, I had an aha moment thinking to myself, all right, everything is going to get tokenized within the next decade or so. And I want to be a part of it. And so I was lucky to uh, get in touch with Klaus, the CEO of DigiShares, who was looking for someone in the US and yeah, joined the company almost three years ago now. Well, so this is what I love about this industry. So you're based in the US. Um, yeah you're like our cousins across the pond like james is but but klaus is based my side of my side in the civilized world but he's based in denmark yes that, that's correct and you may not know this about me but i'm actually half french i grew up in in france so oh, I'm, I, I myself we got the frogs on james watch out oh so i myself american, right. so i can take oh, both let's... sides of this of this argument <laughs> They're not still calling them freedom fries in the States, are they? Because they, they so cross them, they wouldn't call them French fries anymore. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. it's, okay, I suppose what I'm intrigued about is that there has been a lot of talk about tokenization of real estate. Because as you say, that's really changed for, for decades in terms of how, how these assets are, are traded. And it's a big old asset class. I think Savile said it was over you know, over $379 trillion. But what are some of the things that, you know, how does it really work? How do you see it really developing to try and presumably make real estate a little bit more liquid? Yeah, so maybe if we take a step back, I think a, a big moment for the real estate industry was the, the, emerge, uh, the emergence of real estate investment trusts, which were a, a huge first step to making real estate liquid. 
So these are large funds, let's call them, that that buy up a, a whole bunch of properties in maybe a, a certain geographical zone or that have, have a certain strategy. And they're traded, um, some, some of them, not all of them, are traded on public exchanges. So you can buy them as easily as you buy stock in Apple or Google. But the problem is, is that it's it's quite cost prohibitive prohibitive to to tokenize single assets or smaller pools of assets because uh, you have to you know set up the the REIT the real estate investment trust you have to go public there's a you know huge compliance and audit and legal burden on that so which means that if you have your average commercial real estate development and you you just and you want to tokenize that and, and only that and, and give investors the choice to, to really pinpoint their their to target their investments. Well you you really it's it's cost prohibitive. And so I think where where tokenization comes in is you're gonna have uh, ex exchanges that that aren't national exchanges, but like in the US they're called alternative trading systems, so ATSs. And they are gonna list tokenized shares in in single assets or smaller funds and at some point and we can discuss how that could happen there will be a network effect that's going to play out so there'll probably be a, a couple of winners just like there are a couple of winners in the stock market game and investors will turn to those platforms to to trade shares in in real estate um, and i think one way this could happen is if a very famous asset is is tokenized and traded on a platform that's easy to use. Another could be that a well, like, existing... well, like one of, one of Trump's hat, well, like one of Trump's houses, or <laughs> what tokenize the White House? Yeah, well, I don't know if you could tokenize the White House because that's probably the owned by the federal government, but he could tokenize Trump Tower. I mean, that could be something. You probably. Have a lot of people interested in in buying that. Hey James, you could do that. You live over there, James. Couldn't you have a word with Trump and tokenize one of his towers or all his towers? <laughs> yes. So I'm it's enough uh, trouble with my million dollar lottery dream home. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, sorry, guys. No, no. But but no, just but... just going back to that, because it is you know, yeah. joking part. You know, REITs have been around since the sixties, according to S and P Global data you know th these things tra are trading typically on a discount i think the medium discount from memory is nearly nearly 20 percent. so put that into sort of plain speak you know we all get together and we chip in 100 million dollars worth of cash go and buy a bunch of properties and then we we trade it within six months it's assuming property price haven't gone up or down it's probably worth 80 million that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense whereas and plus that's a portfolio of properties whereas yeah. what you're talking about is potentially tokenizing digitizing i offering fractional ownership in individual buildings is is that is that correct yeah so there's more granularity with the tokenization there's also there are a few tax elements at play so with a reit you have to distribute 90% of the proceeds to to investors so you don't have a complete freedom around how you structure things and and so, so yeah there there's, I, I believe, quite a bit of opacity. Like if someone is investing in a REIT, it's hard to to know exactly where the money is going and 
what the different properties look like. Uh, whereas I think investors could be very interested in, for example, if uh, they love uh, Trump, uh, they can invest in, <laughs> and if he tokenizes the Trump Tower, they can target that that asset. So, so yeah, I think it makes. So, the, what's holding this... it? What's holding it back though? Because with respect, this isn't something new. People have been talking about this for a couple of years, or or do you think it just takes a couple of years for people to get comfortable with the idea? So, I think more than people getting comfortable with the idea, I think something needs to happen in terms of offering a better product and better uh, exchange or ATS where these things are going to trade. I think right now there's a chicken and egg problem where you have issuers. So let's say develop real estate developers or funds that don't see any of these exchanges really having any traction with many investors. And so they think, okay, I don't really want, I don't see why I would tokenize right now if there's not going to be really a lot of liquidity. And then the investors on the other side, they don't see a lot of exchanges with a token, you know, great tokenized assets on them. And so they think, you know, why would I sign up? And so there's stalemate and, and, and hope, and hopefully someone will come along and, 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 and provide a solution at, at DigiShares. What we're trying to do is, um, create something called real estate.exchange, which aims to be the first blockchain-based exchange for shares in real estate. And we're doing that with a regulated partner. They're a broker-dealer ATS called Texture Capital. So this is a joint project that's going to start in the US. And yeah, hopefully later in the year, you'll be able to pick up your, your phone or your computer and and go on real estate.exchange and, and start trading at the shares and assets more more easily got it and once people have got an exchange and presumably once they've they've tried it heavens forbid they may get caught like you james you've become fascinated by this haven't you so i love it's funny because like you said i was the high frequency trading algorithmic guy right i'm the computer geek and and i'm gonna send gabriel my resume because i'm all about that let's trade <laughs> let's build the exchange <laughs> Yeah. Everything that he brought up, actually, even in terms of negativity, and I don't say negativity, but, you know, the illiquidity that's going on right now, the lack of markets, um, there's no depth. That's all the reasons why I'm in it early, right? I don't know anything about real estate. I mean, I own a house. So when I had gotten into it, I was like, I've looked. He's right. The, the one market where I could trade my shares, you don't want to, believe me, you don't want to. But I'm hoping... This is exactly what he's talking about. I'm hoping that one day, by the time it's all done, I'm going to be like, man, I got three of this in Miami. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> so that liquidity problem is going to get solved. And you took the words out of my mouth. Make the real estate dot exchange. And they will you build it. They will come. Did we hear that term? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, make it a yeah. Web3 oriented. We bang out a little Chrome extension. The on the real estate tokenization side, and I don't know, tell me if this is your experience. I've been telling people you're literally a landlord. Like the REIT has different requirements and you're a shareholder. And the one that I'm doing, it's like I'm one of 500 landlords and we all have to agree on replacing a stove. We get, we're fully involved. And then I could just flip my share. I could say, oh, you want to buy one of my shares? The liquidity is not there. But if I wanted to, I could send it to you as like an NFT. And is that 
where you guys are going to be going to? Like, you're talking about alternative markets, and, and I'm envisioning a centralized exchange in the same aspect as like a DEX, but we could be able to take our real estate shares that we got from person A and go sell them over by you as a secondary market? Yes, the, the issuer would have to simply sign up and go through a KYC or KYB, know your business procedure with the broker dealer. That's just a regulatory requirement. And then the shares, the tokens can be listed. And uh, then the investors, if they've already done KYC, then they can be ported over. But if they haven't, you know, they'll go through KYC and in order to be able to connect to real right. estate exchange like in, and then trading can happen. In the United States, anyway, I think we have the is it a, the partnerships K6 form, right? Or you get a 1099, you know. The K1s, you know. For, K1s for LLCs and things like that. Yeah, that's still necessary. Right, and that's why you'd have so the KYC. Are these, are these treated as securities then you're talking about, in effect? Absolutely. So, so I'd like to take a step back because James mentioned um, NFTs. And so... These indeed are securities. Sometimes when people talk about real estate tokenization, they think of the act of representing the title as an NFT. Now that has not been done yet. So it would have to be the initiative of the local government to put the registry on chain. But right now in most jurisdictions, it's there's either like a public government database or it's paper in some jurisdictions. So that hasn't happened yet, but I'm sure it will happen because it'll make things a lot more efficient even for, for the government. Um, so so that, that's one thing DigiShares is involved in is the, the, is the world of securities. So the title is held by a legal entity. That entity is set up in a friendly jurisdiction such as Wyoming or Delaware. And then the shares of the entity are tokenized and then people can can trade those. So the title in itself is not an NFT and the shares cannot be NFTs because they need to be fungible and you know, tradable. They can't, you can't have a unique sh uh, share, like a million unique shares within the same legal entity. So that's, that's one thought. The other is, uh, James, you mentioned the high frequency trading. I don't know if you've... Uh, thought of this, but re recently I went to a conference and this guy was talking about a very interesting uh, potential future where uh, you would have the terms and conditions and characteristics of, of uh, the real estate assets directly on chain. And then people will build these, these, these trading machines. And you know, now with AI, you could think it could be an agent, an AI agent that goes out there and, and scans everything. As soon as something pops up, boom, you can, you can, it can buy it automatically for you. So I don't know if you've, you've thought a bit about that, but it can really bring the world of uh, algorithmic trading into the private markets, I believe. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what I did for a living, right? So smart order routing homes, right? The minute the home pops up for sale or rent or however, you know, there's so many aspects uh, you're saying to go grab it almost like a snipe or, or a dark pool. Share like a share, yeah. If there are shares that are tokenized, yeah, the shares yeah. up in, in a closed exchange, some other exchange, right? And DigiShares using smart routing technology might see that pop up in a dark pool and grab it for the user. Is that what you were saying? So I, I don't think 
DigiShares would be the one to do it, but DigiShares would be any right. Yeah, well, maybe who knows? We can develop products that help people do that. But you know, aiming to do now is really be the the venue where uh, shares can be traded with real estate exchange, and and then but, of course still be the but, creators but, of this. Yeah. But Gabriel, does that mean that you the DigiShares have to become a regulated digital exchange in so the US? We're partnering with regulated ATS. So this is the right. type of exchange that's not a national exchange, but where you can trade securities. And and so, yeah, this is thanks to partnership with Texture Capital. Yeah, see, I get so okay, excited so, so, at the real estate aspect, but uh, definitely I, I'm all in on, on real estate tokenization. And I think there's so many different ways. You guys are, you, you're in this industry as early as you could possibly be. Is this next year or is it sometime this year, hopefully? No, it's going to be this year. We're hoping in the next couple months. The target is, yeah, end of this quarter. Um, you know, it may be if one or two months after that. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're targeting two months from now. Um, and, and Americans okay, so... can participate. Oh, I know. You're going to love that, James. It's built for Americans. <laughs> it's built well, for uh, Americans. Non, Non-Americans could, could also participate if they go through... James is through and through. If you cut him in half, you'll find the star and stripes in there, I'm sure. So the non-Americans get everything. We don't get anything. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I told you, once Uncle Sam gets going, the world better watch out because he's going to dominate this sector. But uh, but there you go. Gabriel, thank you very much for coming on. You've obviously got James very excited and myself because it is a huge asset class. And, and you know, we off, James and I often talk about this. People, there's a lot of chat about crypto and people say, oh, yeah, what's happened to the price of this, that and the other? But, the end of the day, the crypto market is only one and a half trillion dollars in size, where you've got the real estate market, as I said, nearly 380 million trillion dollars in size. So you really want to focus where the big money is rather than sort of, you know, the, the puddle, which is which is which is crypto. But we'll get you back, I'm sure, a bit later this year when you have uh, perhaps give us an update on the exchange and how it's going. But thank you for joining us. And if people want to get hold of you, is, is LinkedIn the best place? Absolutely. Or email gs at digishares.io. Both both work. Brilliant. And and obviously it's digishares, which is D-I-G-I shares. Yeah. You can find them. And Gabriel, Gabriel, it's Gabriel. And the surname is S-A-D-O-N. So S-A-D-O-U-N. O-U-N, sorry. S-A-D-O-U-N. <laughs> so yeah. So we'll we'll look forward to hearing from you later in the year. And thank you for coming on the show. And thank you, James, and all the team for again this week. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.